As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will see through the fog a bend in reality, a veil that is beyond your own comprehension. It's the other side, beyond the void. That's right, it's the holiday season! Woo! Yay! Santa Claus and all the candelabras and shit are coming. Candelabras? We're gonna have, uh, I don't know. You mean (laughs) Illuminaris? Illuminati? Is that what you mean? (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right, guys. Well, it's episode 309, as in 8675309. No, it's not like that, no. Everybody's nobody, like, what are you, fucking nobody, 87? Nobody even knows what that is, Alex. What are you, 87 years old? Yes, you are. Anyway, so this week we got a couple of, uh, woo, yeah, some some British holiday horrors that are going to probably upset you. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to be fair and nice like we do to all of the movies around here because everybody makes movies. There's always somebody involved in making movies who has a dream and a hope and a wish, and they just want to make everything, you know, be creative, you know? But I'm just going to say right up front, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? And what did we watch? Uh, we watched we watched The Killing Tree, also known as The Demonic Tree. Christmas uh, Tree, Demonic Christmas Tree. The Demonic? No, I thought it said The Demonic Tree anyway. It's called The Killing Tree from 2022. And Jack Frost... A.K.A. The Curse of Jack Frost from 2022. Two. Right. Two. So these two, are two, like two. slasher movies. I don't want to say much more than that. <laughs> slasher holiday films on Tubi. That should fill you in on most of what you need to know right now. And I know a lot of you guys love Tubi out there. God bless you. But there is a minefield that is overwhelmingly full of chocolate turds that will spray at you if you (laughs) click on the wrong one every now and then, you know? Like, God bless you if you make movies. I have much respect for you because I've never made one. But fuck, man. Some of these movies, man. Some of these movies, I just want to grab some fucking tinsel and fucking hang myself in the living room (laughs) next to the Christmas tree. Stop. I'm sorry. <sighs> Merry Christmas, y'all. <laughs> Happy holidays. Sorry. I'm never... I'm, look, I'm sorry. I, I Trigger warning. I should have given you a trigger warning, right? <laughs> anyway, um, we got a lot to say about these two movies. We have been pretty busy in our lives here lately. We went shopping for holiday goods, like foods and stuff. Got some eggnog. Fuck, we have been addicted. 
we're on the nog. Yeah, we got some we got some fucking eggnog edition for real. I'm I've like gained 120 pounds <laughs> just from like literally drinking eggnog all day long. This is it though, I think. I'm done. Uh, yeah, well, we only have it one time a year, so I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, but you know, you go to Costco, they get a big old jug of fucking fat <laughs> for like 5 bucks. And they even got people sampling it. And she was like, Christina was like, do you want to sample it? And I was like, no, let's just get it. Let's just rub it against our bodies. Oh, stop. Let's lay it in bed with us. <laughs> Menage a trois. <laughs> yeah, what? What? You're looking at me like I did something wrong. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little, uh, I woke up from a nap. <laughs> From uh, this movie, I was watching it and I had to. (laughs) From this movie, (laughs) I had I had to rewatch one of these a couple of times because it kept falling asleep. Yeah, and I was getting mad about it because it's like I don't even think it's it's not the movie's fault necessarily, but you know when they're Uh, not great, it's not not easier. Put it that way. Anyway, there has been some uh, interesting talks here recently. I've been seeing online um, in my uh, Facebook. And in on Twitter, too, I've seen some people who get pretty upset about the new AI technology that's happening with uh, artwork. And, you know, it's been kind of like becoming like a mogul sort of thing where, you know, people are starting up new businesses that are starting to make millions of dollars right off the bat for using an AI that's literally free, by the way. But you have to feed the algorithm to make it better. And you have to get, you know, information as in like artwork and all these things that are you buy from all these companies like Facebook and shit like that to feed that algorithm so that the algorithm is worth a damn or worth paying however much the subscription cost is. But I have a lot of friends who are artists and who paint and who make music and who, you know, do photography, Photoshop, all kinds of stuff, filmmaking, you know, writing, directing. I got a lot of creative friends and, and it's like, I've been seeing a lot of my painting friends <laughs> recently getting pretty, uh, That's pretty upset sad. about it. And I'm like, it's kind of silly. like it is, I, their point is valid. Like they have right to be concerned, but I think, you know, like you, I don't think it's like a more of a reactionary thing than it is like, Hey, I'm going to sit and really think this one out. Do you know what I mean? Because I think, well, let's put it this way. Like, I think that there is a lot of overlap on both sides of the argument. So there's a lot of people that say, hey, you're stealing money from poor artists who are trying to make a buck. And, you know, this is their artwork to begin with that they fed into it. Well, a lot of people post their artwork on social media. And as one of my friends pointed out, Johnny, he said, you know, you put all your artwork on Facebook and all social media and in their terms of services, they say they can use your artwork and anything you post on their services anytime they want. And we've known this for years because I remember when it when it came out that Facebook was going to do that. And people were like, don't sign up, don't sign up. They're going to steal your identity or something. But then, you know, fast forward to the future. It's like, well, that's the kind of did it. Yeah, it's like, well, we're not paying for it. So I guess, you know, they got to pay for it somehow. So there's that angle. There's also the other angle of, hey, you know, are my friends going to make any money? Well, our house is littered with like artwork from different people who have given it to us or we bought it, you know, but even people who do movie palette, which I really like a lot, too. They had to put in the code and the work and to make it all, you know, to make it work, to make it art. Right. Right. I mean, we art borrows from art. 
And I know that it's like, I think of like me as a musician or an artist who was making music when the whole MP3 situation came around, right? Like everybody was like, oh, I can sell my music a lot easier now. Well, you can also pirate it a lot easier now too. Right. And that's an argument. And then, you know, now bands have had to go on tour a lot more. A lot of older bands had to get back out there and fucking, you know, hold up their caskets and people just put a mic in front of their face just to get some money coming in the door. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, or just get deals from companies using their music. You know, they give them a lot of money for that stuff a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know, not the small ones, of course, but bigger ones. Right. It doesn't matter. The t- times change. Times always change. You have to move with the changes instead of bitching about it. You right. got to work with well, it. Well, and that's what I was saying. Like, when you think about artwork, I think about my friends who have painted. Like, I, we have our friend who painted this really amazing painting of a xenomorph. Mm-hmm. And I love aliens. I'm a fucking huge fan of aliens, Predator. I like that stuff a lot. Um, and she did a really good job of it. But I'm like, isn't that somebody else's artwork? Right. You know, are we going to tell her that she can't do that artwork now? Right. Because it's not hers? Is she not allowed to sell that artwork now because she made it? Nothing's original anyway. Right. Well, that's my point. And also think about it this way, guys. Tattoo artists. Yeah, there's some tattoo artists out there, but a lot of them have to do artwork that they don't want to (laughs) do. including artwork of other people's. Is that not fair for them to profit off of that artwork as well? Right. Should they not be able to make that artwork? So that's why I'm saying that it gets muddled. It gets really muddled when you go, hey, AI bad. No, bad, bad AI. So I don't know. There's arguments to had on both sides. I just think that, you know, artwork is making people happy. This AI thing just makes people happy for a little while, you know? Just let them have it for a little while. Nobody's, I, I still buy artwork in our house. I know a lot of people and our friends who buy each other's artwork and put it up in our houses and are proud of it, you know? Here's an example. What's more valuable? The first edition hardback covered copy of Bram Stoker's Dracula or the Kindle version? It's obviously going to be the Bram Stoker's Dracula. I think I think you just need to get reinnovate because there was a time back in the day, back in the 20s, when people who were making paintings back then were screaming, God damn the fucking moving pictures company. They're going to put us out of business. Well, wouldn't it be photography first? <laughs> Whatever. I'm just saying like, yeah, right. There you go. God damn photography business is going to put us out of business. Us, We've been painting still lights and people's pictures for life. We're never going to make a living again. And then photography came out. And then photography was like, hey, how the fuck are we going to make movies? <laughs> we can't take that many slides. That's just too much pictures. It's just, you know, that's the argument with any change. That's how 20s people speak, by the way. And, you know, newspapers are dead and taxis, <laughs> taxis are actually coming back around. Yeah, it's because like they uh, it's, you know, when companies like put money forward to make money in the back end. Right. They didn't make the money in the back end. Right. So they had to consistently raise the price. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, but the truth is, taxis sat on their ass collecting pretty hefty fucking paychecks, let me tell you. For a long time. For a long they? time. And they should have innovated into a technology for an app when it yeah, was fully exactly. av- available. And they, and they didn't. So. <clears throat> it's just part of the process. It's just part of living in capitalism, folks. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Um, so you, you either live or you fucking die, you piece of shits. <laughs> and I hope each and every one of you fucking die for the holidays. I'm kidding. I love all of you. <laughs> anyway, I think it might be that time. What time is it? Horse shots!
All right, guys. So around the holidays, we like to get a little silly and just have fun with our horror shots and just kind of base it around the theme of the holiday sometimes. So we haven't done that in a long time, and we decided that we were going to do it this time. Actually, I think we might have done something like that last year, but I, I don't remember. It's been it feels like it's been a while, but it's yes, probably it's been, been a year. A year. <laughs> That's like Christina was just like, she was like, we're going to drink this every day. And I was like, well, it's only for a year, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we decided to come up with a dark themed eggnog, which is really just not all that much to it, but it's called Dreadnog. And you might be asking yourself, what the fuck is in a Dreadnog? Well, it's part BTV, 100% BTV <laughs> and Scotch eggnog with a shot of scotch. That's right. So you're going to have to put it in a cup. I have my Marty Moose fucking cup. Christmas vacation. From Christmas cup. vacation, yes. And uh, it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good, ain't it? Yeah, Clark, I uh, bet you're real surprised when you when I showed up on the front porch. Uh, I couldn't be more surprised than if I woke up with my face stapled to the carpet. <laughs> All right. Okay, have a sippy sip. So, yeah, it's just scotch. We got the, like, big bottle at the... Costco. You Costco. Can, you which can see the picture. Christina really likes scotch. I like scotch. Uh, down in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> Alex does not like I, scotch. I'm okay with scotch. I just... I would rather have Irish whiskey. Sorry. It sounds like you'd rather vomit into a Irish, toilet. Irish or American whiskey all the way, baby. So but That's Irish scotch. Yeah, but... I, <laughs> It's all the fucking I straight Irish straight oh, you know no, 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 no. I'm not it's not a it's not a racist thing or like a fucking <laughs> <laughs> don't turn it into that all right so cheers happy holidays everybody happy holidays <sighs> so I have questions I have questions mm. it is pretty good with the scotch see I told you it's really good with the eggnog yeah it really is the scotch mm -hmm. is sweeter I think that's why mm-hmm so I got questions for you. Okay. So besides like Christmas Vacation, what other non-horror related Christmas movies do you like? Or holiday movies do you well, like? Well, I'm <clears throat> you guys, I can't I grew up on SNL when I was a kid. So a lot of the a lot of the people that were in SNL. Um Chevy Chase, um, so Christmas Vacation, uh Bill Murray with Scrooge. Mm -hmm. And uh I do like a Christmas story and a wonderful life, but I have to be in like at your parents. Oh, yeah, you wonderful life, yeah. Yeah, I found a new appreciation because it's just Scrooged, you know what I mean? But it's like, there's something about it that I just like watching it, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like kind of dire I for think a Christmas movie, you know? It's like when you get older, like those Probably. kinds of movies, they hit kind of it harder. It hits you, yeah, because you realize that life sucks and you're just like, I yeah. get that. I get that he'd want to <laughs> jump. I want to jump off Yeah, I want to throw myself in a bottle of fucking water that's going to freeze me to death. I get it. <laughs> oh, you got a jacket over there? See, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. <laughs> well, what about every time a mousetrap snaps? Well, then one gets set on fire. <laughs> well, I like... Why are we talking about this in the horror shots, by the way? Because I want to talk about Christmas movies. Okay. I like... I We haven't watched Home Alone in, like, such a long time. Okay. Home Alone and Home Alone 2. I want to watch those. It hasn't also, been that long. Hasn't it? It's been, like, it two feel, or three years. It feels but... like it's been a long time. Uh, we I remember last year we watched Jingle All the Way because I like that movie too. Yeah, <laughs> we watched it on TV. Yeah, and that was the whole like like Black Friday. Type it was of thing. good. It's not. As, I don't know why everybody thinks it's like the best. No, I don't think it's the best. It's just it's just that nostalgia of it. Right. That's when we like we were raised and stuff. 
And oh, I I want to watch that Christmas story movie that just came out too. Which one do you think is the most sentimental of the ones? Oh, out of all the Christmas, well, yeah. a Christmas story. Oh, oh, I forgot. I like Chris- uh, Rudolph Red Nosed Reindeer, and oh, I also yeah. like the Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman, yeah, those two. And then uh, even occasionally, if I'm like really on that kick of the the claymation thing, mm-hmm. I'll watch the 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 Christmas Donkey or the other one. The I'm Mr. Kris Kringle. I'm Mr. Spa. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I think it's like about. the New Year's Eve baby one or whatever. Oh. And it's, it, they have like the frost guy versus the, the, the fire guy. And he sings, I missed a Chris Kringle. Okay. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, guys, back to horror. I thought we were talking about that. Uh, Christina's trying to sneak in some stuff there. We should have done that in the uh, after this part. But if you guys would like to take a dreadnought, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section now. Or just get some scotch and whatever. That's it for horror shots. <laughs> all right, guys. So we're going to jump into episode 309. It was like feet first. Uh, we're going to jump in and watch The Killing Tree from 2022. And Jack Frost from 2022. And we're going to go ahead and do that right now. All right, so Christina did the work on the killing tree. A.K.A. Demonic Christmas tree. It's the killing tree. What? You know, the killing moon. It sounded like you were. All you right. Were so, do you remember Donnie cry- Darko? The crying game. Were you singing the no, crying the game? No, the killing moon. Oh, I don't know what you're singing. Oh. Faith up against the ways through thick and thin. They played it in the very beginning of Donnie Darko. That's how I, that's how I always remember it, too. Oh, okay. It's an old 80s song, The Killing Moon. Okay. Anyway, The Killing Tree. Go ahead. Okay. On Christmas Eve, a widow casts a spell. I'm disappointed to- in her, by the way. Casts a spell. On Christmas Eve, a widow casts a spell to resurrect her executed husband. However... When the spell goes wrong, the husband is brought back as an evil Christmas tree. And it is hell-bent on getting revenge on the one who caused his execution. Sounds pretty great, right? Like, honestly, like, yeah, I mean, it does. It a does silly idea. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh, fuck, this is going to be crazy. Like, is this going to be like Chucky? Like, what's like going what, on? what are we going to get here? Anyway, continue on. Tagline, deck the halls with blood. That seems like a thing. <laughs> and took Molly. It. It took it from somebody Deck else. the halls with blood and molly. La, 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 la. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this is directed by Reese Frank Waterfield. Also directed the upcoming Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. And the sequel. Yeah, which got, I guess, pushed to 20, the next year? Yeah, to next year for some reason. Yeah, the new, this the first one. The first one. Yeah, it was supposed to come out around this time. Right. And they ended up putting out these movies instead, I guess. I don't know. Uh, he also did the Area 51 incident mm-hmm. from this year, and he has produced a butt ton of these seasonal horror films, such as Easter Killing mm. and Return of Krampus. Ah, the Krampus. Yeah, they went wild back in, what was it, 2017 or something oh, like yeah, that? Like, because I like that, the like thing, it just blew up. There was like Krampus movies everywhere. Right. 
It's hard to tell them apart now. People like even even when I say Krampus, the movie Krampus, they were like, oh, the, that one. And I was like, wait, which one are you thinking I'm talking about? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, you're talking about the puppet one, right? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, written by Craig McLeary, who also wrote Jack Frost from ah, Toy Story 2. All right. He also wrote Amityville Scarecrow 2. Oh, part two. <laughs> part two. They dare make not, a sequel. Not the first one, just the second <laughs> one. And he also wrote Wishmaker. Oh. All right. They're riding Got line that. there, aren't they? <laughs> Wishmaker. And all, those are also from this year. Okay. Uh, this movie stars Sarah Alexandra Marks, who plays Faith. The daughter. The daughter. She was in Spider in the Attic from 2021, Easter Killing, HP Lovecraft's Monster Portal, mm. a Croc, and Return to Return of the Sandwich. Oh, no. That's the one I saw, Christina. What do you mean? What, the Salem Witch one? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> that's the one. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Oh no. Wait. No. That's from this year. Something oh, Salem. Was it Salem Witch? It was re- something Salem or whatever. But I think it was the. This is the sequel. Yeah, of that is, movie. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm a little confused. But there was another one called Something of Salem, and it had like these kids with these masks on it, and it came out around the same time as Pet Cemetery. So I was like, oh, kind of intrigued a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I ended up. I think I picked it up for the doll at the Dollar Tree or something like that. That's right, you did. You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember. Anyway. Okay. Marcus Massey plays Clayton, a.k.a. The Tree. Mm. Um, He was also in a Bunny the Killer thing from 2015 and Tooth Fairy Queen of Pain 2022. (laughs) You mean Ozzy Osbourne? (laughs) Yeah, that guy in this movie. Dude, he looks like fucking Ozzy Osbourne in this shit, dude. It's funny. And then then Susan, Sharon, Sharon. (laughs) And then his wife in this is played by Nicola Wright, uh, uh, Angel. Oh, it's his wife. Yeah, his wife, who is also in Jack Frost. Oh, you mean his wife and the character in the movie? Yeah, in the movie. Oh, okay. In this movie, who's also in Jack Frost, yeah. the next movie we watched. Yes. She was also in Love Possibly from 2018, The Jack in the Box Awakening. Which is a sequel. They had another one called Jack, Jack in the, in the Box. Box, yeah. And then she was also in Top Secret. Anyway. Top Secret, though, from 1984. Yeah, she was in that. And That's then... huge. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know what the fuck that is. She was she She's the. <gasps> actually... She was the German girl. Okay. Oh, that's crazy. Van Kil- Van uh, Val Kilmer was in that movie. He That oh, okay. was his movie because he had a big thing during the 80s where he did Top Secret and he did that science uh, movie, the Real Science, I think it was called, where, yeah, he's like a genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. She was also in Witches of Amityville Cabin- Academy. Oh. Another Amityville okay. film. We also have Kelly Reen Sanson, who plays Becky, also in Jack Frost, <laughs> also in Curse of Humpty Dumpty 2. Part 2. Also in Nutcracker Massacre. They dared make a sequel. <laughs> also, uh, Sarah T. Cohen, who plays uh, Louisa. Louisa. Louisa, yeah. whatever. She's also Jack Frost. Wow. <laughs> uh, and she was in Conjuring the Genie and Easter Killing. Okay. As you can see, all of these people are involved with the same things. That's very, yeah. Uh, for everything. And they have a movie factory, you know. Sure. For, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And what do you think of this film, Alex? Well, I'm going to try to be nice. <laughs> I enjoyed this one. More than the other one. I'm just going to tell you that up front. Right off the bat. So, 
for a movie about a killer Christmas tree, which I was actually kind of excited. We watched the trailer of this one and we were like, you know what? Let's just have fun in the spirit of horror and just take a dive into some stuff that, you know, we don't normally watch. (laughs) We try not to, but we watched the trailer and we were like, oh, this could be fun. You know, like we're big fans of Treevenge. If you've ever seen that movie, which is directed by. Oh, shit. The guy who did fucking Hobo with a Shotgun. Let's just put it that way, which I love that movie, too. But I thought that those are really graphic, gory, over-the-top movies, and this is not. This movie takes itself a little too seriously in the acting department, which it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's not like it's an overall choice, necessarily. It's just that the actors are acting the way they should in such a ridiculously silly concept of a film like does that make sense like they're acting way too like this is going to be a a nomination for academy award so they're professional actors yeah they're actual professional actors in fact i feel like this movie company is like one that turns out a lot of movies and there's a lot of talent involved in those and those but it lacks in other departments like you know it's kind of sporadic so you you know one movie might be great one movie might be eh, and most of them are going to be uh, no offense, but <laughs> I spit all over myself. So if that makes the people who make these movies happy, there you go. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude and Christina can't stop laughing. So, uh, But yeah, fans of Treevenge, sorry, this is not that movie for you guys. Best just to hope that it will be remade into a big film at one point in time. This is not that film. This has a lot of deaths, but most of them are pretty unsatisfactory for me. Obviously, this is a low-budget film. It's an indie film. It's a really super indie film. And they don't really typically get that much money, so they have to kind of lean on CGI a little bit sometimes. But the CGI in this movie kind of feels like like an afterthought for some reason in this movie. Like, it wasn't planned because there is a guy in a fucking tree suit for for parts of the movie. And then... Where he's bigger than the house. Right. Which you start to... Like, I thought was kind of funny in the beginning. I thought it was like... I was like, okay, I can get into this. Mm -hmm. Like, this is so silly that it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. there's no way that this, you know... But it's not even so bad it's good. It's just like... Right. I don't know. They'll they'll put in CGI. So the guy who's wearing the the, the suit of the, the tree... Is kind of slapsticky, kind of funny, right? Mm-hmm. And he's always kind of being a dick to people. There's one scene of him looking at a map in the middle of the night, in the middle of the dark, while some dude comes up to him and is just taking a piss. He's taking a slash, as they would say. <laughs> and uh, he's like, what are you doing, man? And he's like, oh, fucking Christ. We're going to deal with this shit now. Just picture Ozzy Osbourne talking. Because he sounds exactly like him in this movie. Because mm-hmm. he adds that little bit of gruff to him. And he kills him, right? But then in the next scene, they show the tree have vines come out of it like Cthulhu or something out of the movie or the, the comic book Darkness where he has these tentacles that come out. And like and he's like crawling around, breaking out of windows, like jumping down on houses and like running around. It's pretty wild shit. Mm-hmm. So, but, that, but the tree, the size of the tree... As a human in a suit is normal, but when it's CGI time, it's as high as a house, (laughs) which is kind of confusing. I don't know. The scale on that one was way off, but, you know, you kind of forgive it because you realize this is a small budget film. But then, you know, some of the actors and stuff in this aren't terrible actors. They're just I'm not really a big fan of the writing, just to be honest with you. Right. 
it, it kind of goes on and on a little bit. But I wouldn't say this is a comedy. It's considered a comedy. And I understand British comedy because I watch a lot of British television and like a lot of British films and stuff that I've seen that I'm, I'm big fans of. You know, I grew up watching fucking crazy shit that they would watch all the time. And I would love I loved it because mm-hmm. it was just so weird and crazy. Mm hmm. But this is not like that. This is right. very, very super dry. Like, right. And like way more dry than most British films are, kind of. I don't know. I'd, I'd prefer it if the entire movie basically just went the route of the killer snowman in a suit kind of thing. Right. And just gone off on the tree angle and just killed people in like some like slapstick kind of, right. you know, oh, pine needles, you like uh, gin and then catch them on fire with gin or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, you know, something something silly. But it just it really just only has a few moments of that feeling in it, but then it realizes it's not as good as it is. And then it does something completely else. Like I said, feels like the CGI is an afterthought and they just kind of jammed it in here. There's also long scenes that should have been cut shorter. Like, it, it Oh was, yeah. It was almost like to fill the runtime, right. you know, these dialogue, the dialogue was so oh drawn out. It was like, like great. Yeah. Like this does, kind of add to what we're learning about the movie but it's like not done in a way that's interesting (laughs) if you understand what i'm saying so like it just you kind of tune out while it's going on for so long Mm -hmm. so they have like instance happen long talk instance happen long talk instance happen long talk until the end and then it just gets kind of too much and you're like okay maybe maybe that's why they did a lot of talk (laughs) but uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of long dialogue in the movie to establish the characters that get ripped apart CGI style anyway, you know, which I can overlook if it was all just funny. But no, this this movie is more than dry than I, you know, like I said, it's just too dry. Right. For me anyway. But I figure if you're willing to make a killer Christmas tree, do it Jack Frost style like the or, you know, the killer snowman style, not the new movie we just watched. Uh, and don't worry if it borrows, just go with it. Just have fun with it, you know? But they want you to care so deeply about each of these characters and their deaths really mean nothing. By the end, there's no reason to even care anyways because if you didn't like this movie, you're going to love the concept they end with in this one. Huh. It's an oh, overused it's a trope in horror that is no... Uh, not acceptable <laughs> it made it worse mm-hmm. um i mean is i've seen worse movies than this like i said there are talented people that work for this company i'm not trying to downplay anything that people do it's just not a movie for me i would give this like a 2.5 maybe a 3 out of 10 okay and i've seen worse like there are far worse made movies than this but it's just not a very enjoyable film right so but, Christina, what did you think? Yeah, interesting premise, but it was just disappointing. That's what I'm saying. I love the premise. Like, yeah, both of these too. movies actually have pretty good premises. Yeah, but they were just they were just attempting a story, and it didn't pan out. And then they were, they were just too focused on whatever this fucking story is, and it, it was just not even interesting. And they, they shouldn't have even had a story. They should have just really had a fucking a tree going around killing people. Right. It shouldn't have mattered. Like, yeah, it shouldn't have mattered that there, ha- there had to be a specific reason why the tree needed to go to this specific house to kill these specific people in order. Right. And the like, other thing that really bothered me is, is like, I could have gotten over the CGI thing a little bit, but they chose to kill three of the people 
in three of the same ways. Right. And one of them, and only one of them made sense why they did it involving a cracker. Someone dressed as a Christmas cracker. And that that was like the last of those kills. And that should have been the first one. Right. You know, it was like it would have had more impact. Yeah, that really kind of. Yeah, it it dimmed down. Jump the the, shark there. the, the, The kill in that scene. It was horrible. Also, what I think this took place in the 90s. I was like trying to figure it out because I didn't see anybody on a cell phone and all their outfits were very 90s. So I was kind of like dwelling on that while they were talking because like well, maybe it I, was supposed to take place in the 90s. I in think the movie. so. Yeah. I'm going to say this is supposed to be the 90s just so you guys know, but it doesn't matter. And like the tree, you were saying like the, the tree and stuff. Did you notice that the tree? So when you they, can see his hands. This, But when they CGI'd the, the limbs or like he was supposed to have like like tentacles almost but they look like churros so then i like I <laughs> yeah, wanted... because they want to make him like stalky fucking yeah but they're fucking churros so then i'm sitting there and i was like oh my god dude i need a christmas churro she's talking right about now. the mexican snack food yeah oh those are so good and, and if you don't know what christmas crackers are i'll just explain this to you we found this out watching a movie what was it called oh it was in an anthology it was an advent calendar no not the advent calendar it was uh it was like the end of the world. It was like Christmas A to Z or something or something. Was it holidays? It was like, ho- yeah, the, the, yeah. I forget. I, forget. I don't remember how they did it, but it was a cool way they did this anthology. And one of the episodes, they were opening Christmas crackers and it was like asking them to ask these really crazy things and people's heads would pop. And then I was like, what is Christmas? What is this thing? And then the director wrote us and was like, those are Christmas crackers. It's the, a British thing. Yeah. It's basically like, it looks like a Tootsie Roll. And you hold both ends of the Tootsie Roll, but they're really big. They're like the size of like, uh, like a uh, a, a tube of uh, na- of paper towels, like you would use in the kitchen. Toilet paper. Yeah, it's like only bigger. Like, and you pull on both ends, and then it's usually like like some sort of confetti or like you know a prize, a treat, like something in it that you would want for Christmas. And it's just a Christmas crackers thing. It, people put gifts in them. Uh-huh. So you open it up, and that's what that's what she was dressed like, which is really ridiculous, but it was kind of funny in a way. So, mm-hmm. but go on, sorry. Oh yeah, churros. I want churros now because yeah. of the 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 limb arms. But yeah, yeah, it was it was disappointing. Two out of ten. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like I'm not trying to be harsh on these movies. Like, hey man. I wish I could make movies. Yeah, but the acting and stuff was really good. Like, it was good. It was just, There's things about it, yeah. It, it was just so... It's, it was just boring. It's competent acting with competent... Uh, like they're they're just a just average kind of on some things, but like the camera work was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any tricks or styles done in it. There was absolutely no style. It was like kind of by the book TV style almost, you know, like from the 90s or something. But it was done well. Like the framing and everything was done well. The lighting was decent. I didn't personally like the digital camera look that it had. I feel like it should have had a more film filmic look right because it kind of takes away from the experience a little bit but you know that's a choice people use it or not mm-hmm. you can make it work or not i think it, you can overlook that kind of thing when it's a jokey fun movie you don't need it to be so serious but these people were acting so serious in this like silly idea of a movie mm-hmm. <laughs> it just kind of felt off for me right so but yeah you can watch it it's up on tubi if you want to check it out for you know the price of advertising on there so, I mean, if you want to check it out, it's a holiday horror film. Best not to, to complain about it. Just check it out. Maybe you'll like it more than we will. If you haven't seen it and you don't want anything spoiled, we're going into our spoilers 
We're going to talk about some scenes in the movie, and uh, then we're going to go on to the next. But you can follow the timestamps down below to go to the next movie on Jack Frost, where we speak about it spoiler-free and then get into spoilers after it. But here is your warning. So, is there anything up front you want to say about uh, anything just before we get into scenes or whatever? No. (laughs) Okay, you didn't have to. I'm just asking. Okay, yeah, no. So, I'm trying to think of some of the early scenes. Do you have any scenes that... Uh, oh, yeah. Scenes I do. Like, because I like that beginning scene where she's, like, resurrecting... Yeah. And the, she puts a tree, tree on the floor. The that was funny. And then... They use the star protection. Right. You were talking about that. Looks like it's a star Yeah, David. which made no sense in the ritual, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but I like it when he, he rose up when he was a tree and he, like, waddles over to the mirror to, like, look at himself. <laughs> And he's like pissed. He's like, what the fuck? Like, you brought me back as a tree. So he like pushed, he pushed the other lady and then he, he like slit her throat with the pine needles on <laughs> his like, you know, his little limb. His yeah. Little... And he's like, oh my God. And then he was like, oh, oh my whoopsie. God. Yeah. Oh my God, baby. I didn't mean to. And then he tries touching her neck with this branch and she's like, ah, get it off of me. I'm trying to die. <laughs> That was the funniest thing in the movie. Yeah, that really was the funniest thing. That was like the only good thing. It was like he just kept touching her neck and she just kept going, ah, get it away. Ah, Get it away. (laughs) That shit shit had me laughing right there, I will say. (laughs) But then then they did like this weird animated type of CGI. Yeah, of him like going out in front of the house and he's like waddling into the forest. Yeah, he bought no he he like busts out the window, jumps on the roof, climbs, jumps off yeah. the, and then it's like all CGI. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, it didn't look that great though. Then we get thrown into the next thing where there's a girl at a Christmas party. She's essentially her parents died or yeah, something. And they're or having murder. a Christmas party and she just can't get into the vibe of it because her parents are dead. Because this murderer, Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne, went out and killed them. And not really, but that's it's just they look they kept doing these weird back and forth like flashback sequences to like to like the, the tree guy when he was alive and his wife and then like them going over to the house and killing this yes, this, yes. this uh late this girl's parents or whatever. Sitting down having tea with each other and Right, it was, it, 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 it was just to kind of fill you in on the back end of it, but they they really could have just done a Chucky version, you know, quickie, yeah, yeah. you know, and like instead of keep going forward and backwards. Yeah, like it was a little too much. Yeah, it was too much. But then it was funny when they when they they cut back to the tree and he has like a map in his hand. He's like looking for the house on the map. Yeah, he like for whatever reason he just reminds me of like the Grinch. Like if 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 Ozzy Osbourne was gonna play the Grinch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. That's what it kind of reminds me of. Uh, but it, yeah, it does flip back forth. There's some of the dialogue that is just kind of bland and hard to follow. It just doesn't feel that great when you're watching it, and it's just kind of like, uh, okay, okay. Um, which is like how some people think I talk, you know, in the podcast. <laughs> but whatever, fuck you guys. Uh, uh, but there are like multiple girls that talked with Faith and they're all like kind of bad people in a way. I don't know how to explain it. Like they're not bad people. They're just like different, you know, like one girl's a prostitute and she's like, oh, you're still doing that? And she's like, yeah, I get paid, like, you know, good money to do this. It's something to do on the side. She's like, well, how much? She's like, oh, like 2000 She's like, each night? Each time? She's like, yeah, honey. I'm like, Jesus. That's a lot of money, man. Anyway, but the the tree's kind of moving about, 
either in human form or CGI form throughout the movie. Like it kills like a neighbor or something like that. She like strangles somebody with Christmas lights. It's got its like weird Groot like tentacle arms. Churro arms. Churro arms. There you go. Uh, it ain't no Groot either. So <laughs> it ain't no churro. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just so crazy to see the tree be so disproportionate in one scene to the next. Like literally. Right. It'll cut to someone's face. And the next thing you know, it's like comes back and he's like 20 foot tall fucking monstrous beast. He grew really quick. Yeah. Like and you're just like, what the fuck? But they have a couple of people. Remember, we were talking about how they had a couple of kills that were like very similar. There was like this random couple who were like making out near a tennis court or something. Or not near a tennis court. They were just out in some middle by of nowhere. Pool. No, they were out by the pool. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. And like, I don't know what happened, but like one of them gets grabbed and he yanks, and she yanks, it yanks the person in half like a Christmas cracker and spills its guts all in the pool and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's really shoddy CGI, you know, it's not real good. Right. It's really kind of laughable, but it, you could laugh at it while watching it. So and then it happens to another group and then it happens to the Christmas cracker girl who's playing tennis with her friend. She was like, remember this game we used to play? Yes, let's blindfold. Let's play yeah. blindfold. Come out and play in the middle it's of like, the 20 okay. degree weather. Yeah, it's only it's only negative 30 Celsius outside. Come outside. <laughs> <laughs> I say Celsius because, you know. Right, it's Brit right now. That's our our listener base. (laughs) We do have some British folk that listen to this, I'm sure. Shout out. The the scenes where the tree's waddling around is my favorite, honestly. That's like the best parts. It kind of waddle chases this one girl outside, which she feels like it's like an ode to Texas Chainsaw Massacre in some ways. Like it goes from waddle to a CGI in a clip. And as 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 he says, I will find you repeatedly. He just keeps saying it. I will find you. I will find you in the forest. And then he pops out from behind a tree and then kills her. And he puts garland around her neck and, and another tree. And he's like, you're such a selfish girl. She's like, you're a murderer. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> There's a scene where he's like getting kind of sexual. And he's like, he, he's like telling her all the ways he could kill her. And he's like, maybe we should have a little fun, though. And she slaps it and it falls over. And it's like this really bad joke. And it's like then this white angelic tree just appears out of nowhere. And it's her mom. And it's her mom as a, like a Christmas tree. But you can see okay. you can see the fucking LED light or not the LED, like the long tube lights that they have. Yeah. That they use to light a room for movies. You can see it at the base of the tree because they got it leaning up against a tree and they (laughs) just got somebody behind the tree shaking it (laughs) like she's talking. You can see the arm. Which I'm totally fine with shit like that. You know what I mean? Like that's that's fine. But it just kind of made me laugh. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Because I've seen that. It was in Treevenge. They did shit like that. You know what I mean? Right. But that's when it gets into a CGI Christmas tree battle. And they start fighting each other until she explodes it with him into a just a burst of like light, and then she's like, no! <laughs> and, there's, and then there's a pile of ash on the ground. She's like, no! <laughs> and then she wakes up. Yeah, that's the part that I wanted. That was the gun in the mouth moment it was for like, me. Are you kidding me? No, right yeah, don't do that. Don't do they that. They did it. They did it. Yeah, that's a way overplayed. All her friends were alive. They were like, we've been trying to wake you up for hours. It could have been an ode to a movie, you know, like 
because I saw a couple of odes in a couple of movies I've been watching. Like I watched the troll movie on Netflix last night and they have a lot of like scenes stolen uh, from other movies. And the next movie kind of borrows scenes from other movies. So maybe, uh-huh. maybe they were kind of like an ode to Freddy or something like that. Or like, or I, they couldn't get out of the storyline. So. <laughs> yeah, it was way too tangled. Yeah. There's too much uh, pine needles to walk around. <laughs> There's too many pine needles. <laughs> too much garland wrapped around that one. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, Faith looks back and says, thanks, Mom. And the camera pans up and the tree's eyes are red. And it's <laughs> like, oh, no, he's coming back. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne's not dead. He's, he's going on tour yet. again as a tree. <laughs> as a tree. <laughs> so we do have another movie that we're going to talk Uh-oh. about. Uh-oh. And that is Jack Frost from 2022, by the way. Not the Michael uh, Keaton, Keaton or-, or the fucking comedy that was in 96, I think, or whatever, of... The horror, uh, movie. the horror movie killer snowman i think survivors guild covered it recently here this one's jack frost though it is about a family that is terrorized by a christmas demon by the name of jack frost i bet you wouldn't have guessed that oh shocking <laughs> and they must learn that their family's dark secrets that link to why they are cursed this christmas that jack will stop at nothing to exact his vengeance on those left in the bloodline. Another revenge movie. They tell it all in the very beginning of the movie, so I'm probably just going to tell you about what it is. But for now, that's what that is. So this is a movie that was directed by Liana Fela, who has been in the industry for a while. She's done a lot of different things in direction, writing, casting. She's been an assistant director and even worked in the sound department, but uh, worked on Spring, which is a short film for like three minutes and another one called Commissioned. So this is her first feature film. The movie was also written by Craig McLeary, which we've already heard about from the other movies. So yep. uh, we do have some cast in this movie that are from the other movies. So it's almost like, do I really need to even go over those? I went over some of them. There is, there, yeah, there's only... Richard Kovacs, you didn't name, right? No, he wasn't. He plays James in the movie. I think the father, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm 100% sure. But he's been in a lot of different stuff, uh, big and small movies, um, about 16 in total. But he is in Lockerbilly, Elliston Bay, Parrot Man. Those are some shorts. Um, But he also was in Cam Girls, the movie. He was Barty Boy in that. The Violin, The Gardener. And he's got one coming out called The Legend of Jack and Jill 2. Same production company, I would assume. It is. We got Laura Sterick, who plays Pepper, the daughter. She is in a lot of different uh, of this company's films, I think, as well. Obviously, she's been in The Killing Tree, which we just talked about. Uh, She played Tina, but I'm not going to go back over all of them, so I'm just going to skip that part. You guys can check out her her cast because they were pretty much in this one. So, yeah, she was in that movie as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, there's, you know, there's a lot of people in the other movie. I didn't go through everybody. Okay. Christina, what did you think of this fine film that we got to see from this production company that we love so much? I did enjoy the other one more. Okay. This was a little bit torture. I did like the music in this. Oh, yeah. Okay. The um, metal music. Yeah. But again, it's it's kind of the same problems where... 
the acting is really well done. Okay. Um, the dialogue in this was, uh, it was it wasn't that great. Uh, they're it's informative but boring. They're, they're trying to push a storyline. It's too much story. A, they they could have done it better, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and they're like trying to push the myth of it, and even them explaining it in the beginning was like boring, and I didn't even care. Well, they did do something that was nice, just to point out. And they didn't remember when the girls were like asking what it was about. They didn't go back over it, the story. Right. So there, there's that. Oh uh, yes, there's <laughs> they did that. cut away. So, and then Jack Frost looked like okay, his face looked like Dracula, like the Nor Norfordamus. Nostradamus. Nostradamus. I can't see it. That Dracula. He looked like that Dracula, but he was short. Okay, he was like short, fat. <laughs> and then when Jack Frost talks. His mouth doesn't move. And that was driving me fucking nuts. I hated that. I hated that so much. I don't know why. It really bothered me. See, it's not the same, but here, look. Here's the Jack in the Box face from the movie. It's similar, yeah. It's very similar. But I bet you his mouth moves when he talks. Right, yeah. This is very, last, like, yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately, this was a little bit horrendously torture for me. And I gave it a 1 out of 10. Oh, wow. So what about you? Oh, wow. That's pretty low, Christina. Um, well, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, I, I, I do not like this as much as I like the first one, but I think it's just conceptually I like this. But there is something appealing about a movie that is about a slasher-type Jack Frost kind of entity. Like, there are some ideas that were in the film that I would expect to see, like Frost killings and, like, you know, techniques with Frost and stuff that they do throughout the film. But a lot of it is just kind of like you're supposed to just gather. That's what they did. So I was expecting Mr. Freeze from Batman and Robin. And I'm Mr. I'm just kidding. No, that's the heat miser guy. No, I got the name wrong. Anyway, there's just scenes in the movie where like there's a girl that goes up to a door to lock herself, lock the door and Jack Frost freezes the door. So her fingers get stuck to the door. But they don't explain it. They don't do even a close-up shot of her fingers. It's just like you're supposed to figure it out. Right. There was no. I, I feel like there wasn't even a second unit for this movie. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, right. like they're supposed to go in and do all those shots with the like hand and stuff, trying to open mm -hmm. the door, but they didn't do it. They were like, "Oh, we don't need that. Fuck that." You know. Right. Things that kind of push the movie along visually that help. I think we're kind of missing in that. The character, like she said, the story of Jack Frost is kind of interesting because. I'll just read it to you. How about that? That'll work. So they talk about Santa in the very beginning of the movie. I really don't think this is spoilerific. It's just kind of the basis of the film. Mm -hmm. But they talk about how Santa was king of the Arctic colonies and they revered him as like a god. And they were blessed with four sons. He had four sons, Santa, because they got down. What a whore. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> One of Santa's uh, courtiers, they called them, was Jack Frost, who thought of himself as a ruthless, cunning, and above all others. Who does that sound like? The Grinch? No, when Satan got cast down from oh. heaven. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this was a total, like, yeah. God-Satan story. Right. So it just reminded me of the Bible, you know what I mean? So, um, so Santa exiled him, and a battle ensued over it and turned into a war, a bl very bloody war. And when it was over, Santa lost two of his youngest sons so his wife was also when he came home 
Kind of like Dracula, by the way. Yeah, I wrote that down. He comes in and uh, finds out that she's been disemboweled and hung for display on the wall. The way it should be. Yeah, (laughs) for Christmas sake. And so Santa tracks down Jack Frost and stabbed him slowly and then dismembered him and to bury his parts all over sacred ground areas all over England. And one of the pieces didn't get buried because he got betrayed by one of the people, but he never knew it. And so the spirit of Jack Frost sort of kind of lived on and hopes of finding all the pieces to get him back together. Humpty Dumpty. Right. So giving Jack hope and, you know, basically Santa thought that this this big storm came because of him. They called it the Great Frost, which this big storm came and like killed all the crops and all this like Ruth, like crazy shit. And Santa blamed himself thinking that it was because he got so overacted over his wife being disemboweled. Right. So he thought this was punishment for that of his own pride. Fast forward. Right, bitch. Right. So fast forward to the future where his descendants are not celebrating Christmas because, or they are celebrating Christmas, and then Jack Frost tries to kill them and starts this chain of events. That's It's like they go to the future. 40 years. Yeah, is it 40 years? No, I don't know. I'll just say that. Anyway. So Jack Frost is like going around killing people. He does have some one-liners and things, but they're not that great. I just think that it's a movie that is a long in the cheek uh, or long in the dialogue. And it is kind of boring to watch. Although some of the acting, I like I said, is bearable. It's, it's not bad. I don't think that there's, you know, I just don't think they were given too much, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're, they kind of explain things that it's just, it's like... Yes, they make sense. Like they're the grandmother. It's like the future, right? The grandmother had this occurrence happen that you'll see in the beginning of the movie that causes some bad things in her life. She rejects Christmas from there on out, has her own children. She has two kids Mm -hmm. and one of them is still living with her. And the other one is like doing something else. And her daughter comes to stay with them and they celebrate Christmas for the first time. And it causes all this problems and. Drama. There's like, you know, they'd never celebrated Christmas this whole time. So there is some interesting things in sort of the lore. And like I said, I kind of like that they were trying to make a slasher out of Jack Frost because it's kind of an interesting idea, but it just doesn't really pull it off. And it just comes across as super hokey. They have some scenes in the movie where he's just standing there like raising his arms to make it snow Mm -hmm. and just like, you know, I don't know, stuff that's like kind of unnecessary, I guess, but just to try to add towards the vibe of it, but I just didn't really feel it. And his mouth not moving was really kind of unsettling. Mm -hmm. So it's just this permanent smile. And all you're thinking the whole time is, man, that must be really uncomfortable for the guy who had to wear it. Yeah. Because it's like a full head. Yeah. Like thing. And there's no way he could get that off. Some of the scenes, he has black cloth over his eyes. Other scenes, he doesn't. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what that was about, but... The kills, eh, not so great. There's a mm-hmm. couple of cool, unique ideas that they don't really pan out to explain really well to the viewer. They mm-hmm. just kind of assume you'll know what they're talking about. Two deaths in particular that I was like, what? Right. Okay, how did this happen? They even use the same Christmas lights from fucking the, the killing, killing tree, tree in this movie. In so, the same house. Right. I think it was the same it house. The I don't, same I don't house. remember. It's just like a different part of the house. Really? Okay. I think so. Yeah. 
not really that funny at all. There was a couple, like I, they, I started riffing when at towards the end of the movie because it was all I could do to stay to sane. Through. Yeah, I was seriously having a hard time trying to stay awake, so I just thought I would riff on it the whole time, and, and that kind of helped a little bit. But even one of the jokes I was telling, I literally like conked out while. <laughs> but don't worry, I did go back and rewatch it because I'm not a fucking piece of shit. Okay, I'm not like just one of those guys that say, "Oh, I turned it off after five minutes." Shit movie. I don't do that. We watched it so you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> rent, uh, you know, look at the cover, but don't rent it. Don't kidding, watch the trailer, but, but don't, don't rent it. Don't, don't watch it. It's much more fulfilling to watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. I know. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. I would really give, you know, this one has a lot of the same flaws as the other one, but for her first time shooting, you know, it's really not that bad. It's actually pretty well shot. So I have to say, and then the acting, she, whether they, she guided them well or not, there are some decent, you know, okay ish performances in there. Mm-hmm. I really, again, I'm sorry. And I don't mean to be mean to the writer or anything. The, the writing just did not grab me in this movie. The storytelling was cool. So that part you did great on, but the dialogue between the characters, I don't know, like the daughter really kind of pissed me off. And I know that that character's supposed to piss you off, but she didn't really make a whole lot of sense. You know, like it seemed too, too angsty. Yeah. You know, and then by the end of the movie, she's like a blubbering mess. And then it doesn't, that doesn't make sense either. So. I don't know. The ending wasn't as bad as the other one, but it's just overall, this one was just a little less interesting, even if it had a decent concept and was shot well. And, you know, some of the dialogue, by the way, in these movies, like you couldn't hear like the sound was off. Yeah, it was like the sound was way off. Like there would be moments and granted the mic was some of the yeah, like some of the characters, they're speaking kind of quiet and that can be very difficult. I understand. But it was just, it, it was almost like I had to turn on the subtitles sometimes because right. it would either be too screeching loud or too fucking quiet. And so that was a little bit of an annoying thing. I would probably give this movie like a two or 2.5, just below the other one, but about the same kind of, you know, thing. I hope <laughs> that everybody gave the other one. <laughs> I, no, I gave it 2.5 or a three. This oh. one, I gave it two or 2.5. Oh, I think it's a two. No. No, 2.5 on the other one to 3 or 2 to the 2.5 on this one. So it's somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is just lower than the other one. And yeah, I don't know. I, it's on Tubi if you want to check it out. I'm not a big fan of it. Maybe you guys will be. Maybe you have a bigger stomach for it. I have friends who watch a lot of these types of films and they get a lot of enjoyment out of it. It's just not my particular taste. And maybe I'm just too old. I don't know. I watch SOV films that I've seen that are worse than this in all the technical ways, but still an entertaining film. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this movie really needs to get figure out. Both of these movies need to figure out that, that they are just having fun Mm -hmm. and they should just go for it and have a lot more kills, a lot more creative ways to kill and put the effort into actually showing the gore. Mm -hmm. You will get a lot more response from people with gore than you will ever with just a story. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you're not going to reach these hoity-toity people who need a perfect story, okay? Like, you're not going to reach them, but you will reach a crowd that is rabid for just weird kills and deaths. 
And if you just make that dialogue fun and pump it up for me, that's what I would enjoy. And I think there would be a re- more rabid fan base for that. That makes sense. Because when you see something like Jack Frost, you think, oh, God, this is going to be terribly good, you know, and it's not. And it's like unfortunate because you kind of want it to go kind of berserk mm-hmm. in the like graphic department. And I realize that ain't cheap, but it might make you a lot more money, I think. I don't know. Because if this movie had really good kills, it probably would have brought the score up. You know what I mean? Right. For me, mm-hmm. I don't know. Cerrone, I'm sure they're happy with what they did if they did it, but uh, for not for me, guys. So, but uh, you can watch them both up on Tubi. Jack Frost, I think, is under the name Jack Frost on Tubi, and The Killing Tree was under The Killing Tree as well, right? Right. So, if not, you know, just look up on IMDb. It'll pull it up, and you can look up their other names. But if you don't want anything spoiled, we're going to get into our spoiler section now and talk about some of the scenes and some of the things we liked or disliked. So, there isn't really trivia on these movies, by the way. No surprise. You know, if you do, if you've been wondering why we didn't do trivia on the last one, <laughs> that's why. But uh, yeah, so if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. So anything you want to bring up right off the bat? No, I did. I got kind of confused because uh, so they, they did the whole animated thing about the story of Jack Frost, which you already explained. And then after that, they cut into a scene of this family and they're in a church and they have one of the hands, right? Okay, Jack, well, the, the skeleton bone hand. Yeah, yeah, whatever whatever it is. And then Jack Frost, like, shows up. They get all scared and shit. And then Jack Frost, like, wraps the mom in, in Christmas lights, kind of like the other movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I guess he, like, he, like, slit her throat and then stabbed her slowly a bunch of times. Right. But then the church bell rang, and then he just, like, poof, he disappeared, and he was just, like, up and smoked and left the only girl child who then goes on to have a family and is the grandmother, and then they go into her being the grandmother. I like that they did that. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and it reminded me of, like, Halloween Ends or something. Yeah, like, I wasn't, like, really into it. No, I know you're... I know, the newest trilogy. Yeah, the newest Halloween movie. But, but, um... Storyline-wise. I just, it was just supposed to show the lineage because she's, you know, part of Santa... Right. You know, that like she's part of Protect like the, the the ligaments. The Santa tribe. Yeah. Wait, ligaments? Or the you know the the What? What I have no idea what you're saying. The arm. Is oh. that called the ligament? Oh yeah, we'll get into that in a second. Is it that part, as soon as we jump to the future after the first thing, mm-hmm. it takes a long time to get yeah, to Yeah, and then they just, like, drag get, it out. Yeah, we, they have way too long of a story with Grandma and the mom. And, you know, it's all very believable and stuff the way they do it, right? I didn't have any problems with that. It just is. It just cut it down. You don't need... You could just be like, Grandma doesn't want to do it. We all get it. We saw her go through all that shit when she, she was younger. She trauma. And then yeah. she trained her daughter to be ready for the Christmas right. apocalypse. Yeah, which they should have shown some, like, footage of her, like... Like, smashing... Walk along the razor's edge. Like, grabbing a, a Christmas ball off a tree and, like, smashing it. Like, yeah. we don't fucking do that here. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get killed. Ripping branches off of Christmas trees and shit. Like... Spanking her butt with her little butt with it. Which she's, like, stomping on dreidels and everything else. <laughs> Like any holiday thing, like she's just like, fuck it. I don't think so. We're Jehovah's Witnesses now. (laughs) (laughs) Quakers, right? We're in Scientology now. We don't celebrate any of it. Doesn't Scientology celebrate? Anyway, just shut up. (laughs) We can argue about that. No, I'm not going to argue about it. I just think it's silly. I'm just saying she's so against holidays now because of Jack Frost. And they made that very apparent in in the movie. And they, 
they have like a, a 10 minute conversation about it, which I just thought, ah, hey, can we just move this along? Um, Horrible. You know, like I said, everything all is kind of found kind of believable, except for the daughter that comes in. Like they have a cousin come and and like stay with them. And it's just this freak incident that the, the mom needed her to come to stay with them and they celebrate Christmas. So the mom whose mother, the grandma's essentially was a part of Jack Frost's killing and she survived it while her daughter has another sister who had her cousin come and pepper her daughter who don't really know each other. So they're celebrating Christmas against grandma's will, by the way. She has this whole conversation about how they're going to have Christmas at the house and fuck you. And she's like, why would you do this to me? You know, <laughs> why? How? You know, she's like, you'll be fine. I know how to take care of myself. You know, just I just want you to know I'm a, I'm a highly opposed to this, you know. And she's like, well, what are you going to do? Stay up in your fucking room all the whole fucking night, you dumb bitch. And she was yes. like, yes, that's where it's safe. That's where it's safe. Well, it wasn't safe, bitch. No, she get fucking, she got. You got fucking stabbed, bitch. No, she didn't get stabbed. The the fucking mom, the grandma, who stays up in her room gets frosted, remember? Oh, she, yeah, she get, you're going to get frosted, bitch. Yeah, you got jack frosted, motherfucker. Yeah, you got Wendy's frosty. She frosted all over her front and her back. <laughs> That's just how it sounded. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, I was. Everybody's like, "All right, let's just tune out of this podcast right now." <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. Uh, anyway, so he frosted Grandma pretty good, and uh, th- that was a stupid scene. They show her trying to read some incantation or something, and she just disappears as her daughter finally breaks in the room after she's just completely ignored her all night long. Which is kind of tragic, you know what I mean? Like, her whole life, she's, like, been trained to fight Jack Frost and do all this stuff. And she just leaves her mom for the holiday up there. And she's like, well, we never got to celebrate it, so that dumb bitch is just having a regular day. (laughs) Fuck her. She can go up and stay in her room by herself. (laughs) (laughs) So, I would figure that they would have their own sort of a tradition, like, on... On that day, maybe he she just stayed in her room. That was like the whole maybe thing. Maybe that was a tradition. Yeah, she locks her in the room. Whatever, it's not even real. She bangs on the door, screaming Jack Frost for like five hours, and everybody gets drunk downstairs. Hey, okay. she's like, like traumatized by the daughter because the daughter's so angry she can't have Christmas. She's like conservative and she's really angry about it. Oh my gosh! You took Christmas away from me. Anyway, so I'm just being stupid. Anyway, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a couple of scenes where then Jack Frost kind of appears. He's like holding his hands up, like, oh, make it snow. <laughs> stupid. Uh, so the CGI, like, snow and froth come in. Froth? Or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the first guy in the movie got frozen solid, right? Right. And you just see him stand there and then he clicks his fingers and he disappears yep. in front of the daughter. And the daughter's like, oh, my God. Ooh. And they run inside and then the mom gets yanked out, you said. And then, yeah. But then years later, the daughter grows up to have, a like, you know, this large family. After grandma locks herself up in the room, they get a Christmas card from Jack on their front doorstep, too. It says tonight. Tonight's the night you're next. 
No, it just says tonight. Oh, okay. Because the neighbor lady came by to give them her card. She's like, oh, there's another card right here. Remember? And she's all annoying. And she's like, maybe it's a text. It's like a text message from on on Christmas card. You know, it's like, okay. Oh and they're like, okay, have a nice right. day. They treat her like shit. Go back to your house. Yeah, like they don't want her around. And then when she dies, they're all fucking upset about like it. Sad. Like everybody's losing their minds over it. Even the mom goes over to like investigate to see what happened to her. And they mm-hmm. find her fucking face down with a bunch of stab wounds. I couldn't even tell what it was at first. I was like, what is this mesh of stuff? It's her Christmas sweater and like gashes in it. That's what it was. That's all it was. Yeah. Which you never see like in camera gore. At all. It's just intended. You know what I mean? Like. It's like they wanted to do it for TV or something. Right. Like eventually. Eventually this will air on the BBC. Yeah. Would this. I think you could probably. Probably. Maybe not the dialogue, though. I or don't just know. the streaming. I don't know. Maybe just streaming. Pepper, the daughter, sneaks out at night, and her cousin catches her right before she leaves, and so she invites her along with her reluctantly. And that night, Grant has a bad dream of Jack saying, I'm back. And look at that. She's a psychic. And she wakes up, and she's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Do that for a long time. And then Jack Frost starts killing and possessing a few of the drunk girls at the church. Which one of the girls is all like you hear her doing the crinkly thing. Like the zombie. Yeah, where it's like. Yeah. When Javier Botet usually does the role. Mm-hmm. Where he's like all doing the like jankly dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like he appears next to him and then chases the girl inside. He puts one of them in a sleeping bag and, and, and slams one of the girls into a tree like Jason Voorhees, by the way. Mm-hmm. Which was like, ah, and it was real. It wasn't as good. No. It was like. It, it didn't could, even seem like there was anything in the sleeping bag. No. Yeah, there really wasn't. So then uh, they fight him off and then the possessed girl comes to the house and uh, follows them. The two girls that are left. I think it's just Laura and her cousin mm-hmm. or Pepper and her cousin, Laura. Yeah, and she gets stabbed in the head. Well, the other friend got stabbed in the head. She tries to break into their house through the front door, and they slam it on her, and then she's like... "Ah, ah." Zombied. And they stab her in the head, and then everybody's like, oh, shit, Gran's right. She's not some crazy old bitch, you know? And too late now. Yeah. (laughs) That's when you see Gran's room get cold, and that's where you see... Yeah, you see the glass freeze up, and then... She dies. She's like, she gets in the corner. She's like, she's trying to read some sort of language. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense what she's saying. Right. (laughs) And then the paper is like blank when the mom goes to find it after she just finds a pile of snow dust on the ground. (laughs) Silly now, bitch. Convenient. They were like, we don't want to write what it should say. (laughs) There was this other scene, this other kill where you're like, okay, well, how did he die? How did he die? Where the father and the daughter get in the car. And they, they're, like, trying to escape, and they start up the car while the mom and the other girl wait inside. Mm-hmm. And, like, sh- dad's, like, sitting in the car. He starts it up, and you hear, sh- sh- sh-. and then he's, like, oh, blood starts pouring out of his stomach. He did. And then his mouth, and then he's, like, spitting it up on his hand. And I'm, like, dude, what, do you get icicled? Is that what happened? <laughs> like, they don't explain it. They never showed yeah, the wound. Yeah, they did it. Because then, like, the next scene, I think it's the next scene, the mom's arm same thing and she's and they like cut away and then she's like i'm gonna cut off my arm 
I'm going to cut off my arm so right. she cut off her arm. Well, hold on. You're going too far. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to explain something. The, uh, the, the icicle, you don't see it puncture him. All you see is the blood come out. This is the one of the kills where I'm like, what the fuck? Right. Like, I mean, it wasn't an icicle. What did he stab him with? Like, I, I don't understand mm-hmm. that the one that she's in the kitchen has nothing to do with that. That is a straight rip of evil dead. Totally. She, they throw a pot of water air on hot the water. Yeah. It's hot water air where they throw it on the fucking on Jack Frost. And he kind of like spins. He's like, Whoa, what a world. What a I'm world. Melting. I'm melting. Yeah. He disappears. And it's like, Oh, is he dead? I don't know. But they never threw water in his face. And I don't know if it was because they didn't want to get the mask wet. They didn't want to fuck up the mask. Or they didn't want to drown or waterboard the guy because he's probably wearing another thing underneath. True. And he couldn't get it off that fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, they throw the fake water in his face and he melts. And then she's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. And she lifts her shirt on her arm and sees that she's infected with Jack Frost. The Frosty. Yeah, she's got frostening. And uh, so he frosted her back again. And then she was like, oh, no, what do I do? So she grabs the electronic meat cutter, like Christina said, and cuts her arm off, tries to. And it's all CGI, so you don't really see anything. Right. And she's just walking around with a stump the whole time. Well, just her arms in the sweater. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's like, well, it's just like, you know. Sam Raimi did with uh, fucking Bruce. Her arms, you know. His like hand is like a fist. Yeah, it's like yeah. long. <laughs> his, his stump his is a fist, stump. yeah. That's when they all decide to devise a plan to trap Jack by using the, the, the skeleton hand. They get in the church. One of them gets gasoline or petrol. And then the other one flicks a lighter, uh, uh, like a match at him. So they splash him with it. And he's like, you're going to give me this hand without any problems? And then they're like, oh, and they, they throw air gasoline at him and then light a match and throw it on him. And he's all CGI dies by the fire. It's like, oh. oh, yeah. But they show the puddle on the ground and it's laughing uh-huh. at the end of the. Yeah. At the Just end of you the, wait till I freeze again. Mar, 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 mar. That's when they kick in the electric guitar too. Yeah, you know they're going to make a Jack Frost, too. Of course, because they're fucking making Humpty Dumpty, too. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. They dare make a Humpty Dumpty. They already made a fucking Winnie the Pooh, too. (laughs) Or whatever it's called. Winnie the Pooh, too? Winnie the Pooh, too. You got to go number two, Pooh? Number two, Pooh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this doesn't make me too excited to see that one, to be honest. It doesn't make me excited to see it. Um, I was because like if you watch the trailers on these, they do pretty good job with the trailers. Lure you in, and and it kind of shows you stuff that you're like, oh, maybe. But maybe the the Winnie the Pooh's getting. Yeah, maybe um, we should, we'll still give it. They're a shot. holding it back because maybe they're they're actually trying. To oh, make that's it right. Decent. They're gonna add in a CGI bear, <laughs> a cocaine CGI a co- bear, a cocaine bear. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they they saw the cocaine bear. They're like, oh wait a second, uh, we gotta add a bear. We got we gotta put this bear. We gotta in get here. poo doing coke. Yeah, they need to have a a battle. Like I, my buddy was saying that he thinks it's just gonna be Mister Over the Top, like too much. And like after watching these movies, I don't think it um, is. Yeah, jo- it was Josh from Bloody yeah, Good Film I, Podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. See, who I said don't that? Think- he was like, I don't know, man. I feel like they're gonna 
trying to like make it all stupid silly and i was like that would be the best case scenario i don't think they're gonna do that but i was like it kind of looks serious i it's, don't know it, it's gonna have too much dialogue yeah and then but hopefully it will have decent killing scenes i don't know because i don't even think it's gonna be cheesy all these movies all these movies they're all they're they're not cheesy movies right you know that's not i mean they are but they're they're like British cheesy. They're done in a way that feels like it's like an authentic movie, but then you know by the ter- type of camera that they use that mm-hmm. it's not exactly right. up to snuff. The the long spaces in between edits and stuff like mm-hmm. that are really uh, they really hurt when they really do, especially just, when you go into some long dialogue. They got to get in that time though because uh, the killing tree was only an hour and twelve minutes. Yeah, and this then is an hour and Jack, twenty. Yeah, Jack Frost is an hour and twenty. Yeah, like I could stand an hour of that and then I'm out. Yeah. So it was dragging there for a little bit. Dude, I was bit. like a half an hour and I had to see like how much longer I had. Right. I was like, oh, fuck. But, you know, hey, they made movies. You have to give them credit. Have you gone out and made a movie? And I'm not speaking just you, Christina. Okay, I'm saying, I'm like, saying everyone. Well, like, you know, it's okay to be critique. I think it's okay to critique. But I mean, people would say, this is the worst movie ever without really thinking it through. Okay, but. Does it kind of now looking at it, looking like like all of these production studios where they're all pretty much the same? Wouldn't you say it's kind of a cash grab where they're just? It does feel like that a little bit. It doesn't feel like there's a there's a lot of heart put into it like a smaller label would be. You yeah. know, like they 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 were just like, oh, they have like one idea, and they're like, okay, well, let's just roll. Well, with that. you know, there's other companies that did stuff like that back in the day. Remember Electric Boogaloo, the 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 uh, documentary about um, gold, right. Golem but they, Industries. But that was a little bit different. Wouldn't you say these are kind of like because Hammer Horror movies weren't that great. Yeah, I mean, you these know what I mean? don't. And these those don't, were kind of cash grabs. Well, you know, too. who knows? Maybe in the future they will be. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. But I'll tell you this: when I've watched full moon movies, which I absolutely loved when I was younger, and I watch them today, uh-uh. I'm like, ooh, man, what did I? What was what I? The fuck are you thinking? Because- right, because it was because I hadn't seen enough film, I think. Right. To really know, and I just wanted to kind of see some funny things. Right. And, you know, this is kind of along those lines, but not it, as silly. It, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I think there's something about Full Moon. They put a little bit of extra effort into some of the gore and the killings and stuff. So it kind of makes it a little bit more interesting. Right. Even if the setting is the same, like this movie, and even if the characters are the same, like this movie, you, they still have some extra stuff that they throw in. To kind of like spice it up. So I don't know. I would definitely feel like these are within the realm of full moon, but a little below. Right. For me. So, and I'm not putting down full moon. Like I, trust me, I have a spot, but not all of them that I've rewatched lately have been all that great. You know what I mean? And some of them are, some of them I just really like, like nobody will ever like bad channels. And I love bad channels. Like, I just don't know what it is. It was just one of those movies that I loved one of the songs on it that they made, and I just couldn't stop listening to it. So, yeah, that's it for this week's uh, holiday horror entries. We do have a couple of good ones that we're going to watch next week. We are going to watch Gremlins 1 and 2. Yay! So be on the lookout for that. I don't think we've ever done 1 and 2 before. We might have done Gremlins at one point in time. I wasn't here. But Christina wanted to do bigger ones because we did these ones. 
Oh, please, please. And we felt like maybe that was a good idea to keep it holiday. Just so you know, we've pretty much done every holiday horror movie. Uh, A lot of the big ones, you know what I mean? For the podcast in the last however many years. Mm -hmm. Because we used to do, you know, four or five weeks in in December. Mm -hmm. And then it would be like too much right too we much. would do two movies or three movies or four movies even and we did so many i was thinking about doing the silent night because what's his name random viewer gave me the uh one but i can't watch gremlins without gremlins too right so exactly not gonna happen but uh yeah so look forward to that we'll have some uh, trivia and some fun things to talk about that so i hope you'll join us hbo max has gremlins one and two out on it so if you have the subscription you can check it out or you can rent them for about four bucks anywhere on your digital distribution or, you know, places. Or if you have a copy, you know, watch it there. But, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week for all new podcasts. Let us know what you think about these films. Were we fair? Were we unfair? Do you hate us? We're really not trying to be dicks here. We just got to keep it real. But uh, we love you guys. We hope you have a happy holiday. We'll see you next time. And as always, long live the boys.